The Joe Pags Show. To talk to Joe, call 888-941-PAGS. And now, it's Joe Pags. Great to have you. Sean Farish on the program, bottom of the hour. He is the best Trump impersonator I've ever heard. I wanted to know how he developed it, when he started doing it. Was it in 16? Was it before 16? Was it in 20? Has Trump heard him do it? And I, I'll give you that quick answer on that one. He has. And he'll see what, uh, what Trump thinks about the impersonation. Uh, Carrie, have you heard this guy do it? I have not, no. I show it's so good. Can't wait to hear it. It's kind of ridiculous. I'm like, really? Wow. Um, and, and his normal voice, I mean, obviously, tonality-wise, has got to be similar to Trump. But, I mean, he doesn't normally talk like that. He's from Long Island, New York, not far from where I'm from, and I could, I could not do a Trump impersonation. I've tried. You can do the cadence. You can say fantastic. You can say better than anything. But, I mean, trying to get it to sound like him, forget it. Mm, okay. My mother-in-law has been let off the hook, by the way. Oh, She, she... definitely thought it was him. Right. Okay, she was calling she people now... and bragging about it and telling people oh. about it. Oh, but but she's a good sport, so she gets the fact that it wasn't him. Okay. But uh, but yeah, I mean, and this guy's really good. Make sure you stick around for Sean at the bottom of the hour. We're going to get into this case that the left is trying to make the next George Floyd case. It's not. I've seen the actual video, and the guy causes his own death in what he's doing with the cop. But we'll talk about it and a whole lot more on a Friday. By the way, I want to give all due respect to Mark. Skelton, who wrote a song about the conflict over there in Israel, I believe, and and it's really good, and I'm not going to play it tonight, I'll have it queued up and ready, but we'll play it next week, so we will have a new premiere by Mark Skelton, our honorary music director on the show, on Monday or Tuesday, I'm thinking Monday, okay? That is Carrie Lockie, Carrie, how you doing? Alright. Polo making it happen? Sam Man with the Plan Man? And I'll be your talk show host for the next hour. We go for another hour, and again, it'll be Sean Ferris at the bottom of the hour. But I do want to get into this case because, and I, you know, Kara, I'll be honest with you, I saw the video, and oh, well, that's that's a righteous shoot. you got to shoot the guy at that point. Um, and, and I looked over on X, and George Floyd is, for some reason, trending. Mm-hmm. And now uh, I'm seeing headlines that all include, man recently exonerated from prison. Man recently let out of prison after being falsely charged and convicted. They're all acting like the guy was a victim. When if you watch the video, he's not, not even for a second. So I'm not sure which source you have. I'll be interested to hear what their, what their spin is. What do you have? Uh, this is from ABC. The Camden County, Georgia Sheriff's Office on Wednesday released the dashboard camera and body camera footage of the fatal police shooting of 53-year-old Leonard Allen Cure. Cure was wrongfully convicted of armed robbery in 2003 and was exonerated in 2020 after spending 16 years in prison. The Camden County Sheriff's Office confirmed to ABC News that Deputy Buck Aldridge had been placed on administrative leave following the incident on Monday. ABC News has reached out to Aldridge for comment. Authorities said they decided Wednesday morning to make the videos available for public review in an effort to be completely transparent as to what happened and how the incident escalated to the point of extreme use of force. The sheriff's office asserts Cure was speeding and driving recklessly, which occurred prior to the body camera video, the office said in an online statement. Dashboard camera footage shows the truck Cure was driving passing by the police vehicle. As the police car gets in the lane behind Cure's truck, Cure appears to put his right signal on, but turns it off when the cars in front of him move to the right lane, the video shows. Then the officer puts on his sirens and the two vehicles eventually move to the right side of the road. Just before 7.30 a.m. on Monday, Aldridge pulled Cure over. Body camera footage shows Aldridge getting out of his vehicle and he could be heard yelling for Cure to step out, get out, get out. When Cure steps out of the vehicle, the video shows Aldridge tell Cure to put his hands back here, to which Cure responds, I ain't doing bleep. 
Aldridge continues to tell Cure to put his hands on the back of Cure's truck, and Cure asks, who are you? After back and forth about who the two of them are, Aldridge says, step back here now or you're getting tased. In the footage, Cure can be seen lifting his hands up and moving toward the back of the vehicle at the officer's instruction. Aldridge can be heard telling Cure to put both hands on the back of the vehicle and then to turn around. Dashboard camera footage shows Cure with his hands on the back of the vehicle when asked to turn around. He turns his head and upper body toward the car. Cure asks him, your name is Officer Who? And the officer responds with his name and county. And the officer who can be seen holding Cure with one hand and holding his stun gun in another tells him to put his hands behind his back, to which Cure can be heard responding, do I have a warrant? Wait, wait, no, 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 as Aldridge grabs one of Cure's arms and pushes on his back. Aldridge can be heard in the video saying, put your hands behind your back or you're getting tased. Cure responds, why? Why am I getting tased? Aldridge responds, because you're under arrest for speeding and reckless driving. Cure says, I'm not driving. Nobody was hurt. How was I speeding? Aldridge then says, you passed me doing 100 miles an hour. Cure responds, okay, so that's a speeding ticket, right? Aldridge says, sir, tickets in the state of Georgia are criminal offenses, to which Cure responds, I don't have a ticket in Georgia. And the two argue back and forth. Video shows with Cure's hands appearing to still be placed on the back of the truck. Cure then says, I'm not going to jail, to which Aldridge responds, yes, you're going to jail. Cure lifts an arm up, and Aldridge then uses his stun gun against Cure, video shows. As Cure is hit with a stun gun, Aldridge continues to ask Cure to put his hand behind his back, the video shows. Cure turns around and approaches Aldridge. The two then engage in a physical altercation. After a brief struggle between the two where Aldridge tries to use his baton, Cure appears to push back and holds down Aldridge's face saying, yeah, bleep. Aldridge appears to pull out his gun and shoots Cure. What appears to be a bullet casing can be seen flying out of the frame of the body camera footage. The Cure then falls face up on the ground. Aldridge can be heard yelling for Cure to stay down. Aldridge then points his gun at Cure and says into his radio, shots fired as Cure flails on the ground. And when Aldridge places handcuffs on Cure, Cure appears to remain still and there is blood on the ground at his arm. When Cure's body is turned over, blood can be seen on the right side of his back. Do me a favor. Thanks for reading that. Do me a favor. What is the headline? It is body cam video released in fatal police shooting of exonerated man in Georgia. Okay. And thank you. Now, ABC does a pretty good job of describing the video. It's not exactly what they said. But they do a pretty good job of describing the video. There is no reason whatsoever to have the fact that he's an exonerated man in the headline. Nothing. There is no reason. And every headline from every so-called mainstream media outlet led with the fact that he'd been recently exonerated, exonerated man, man jailed incorrectly, man jailed illegally. It's all about about what happened in 2020. This is a police stop, a righteous police stop. You can go and find this video anywhere. A righteous police stop where the guy gets out of the car, isn't asked to, and he's erratic as hell. Yes, he puts his hands on the back of the car while turned still towards the cop. The cop's like, look, turn around. What are you doing? He does have his hands on the car. Then he argues that he's not driving right now, and he was just driving and speeding and recklessly driving, according to the cop and according to the video that we see. And he, he well, I don't have a ticket in Georgia. Well, you're about to, because the cop says tickets in Georgia are a criminal offense. Well, I don't have a ticket in Georgia. You're about to have one. There's no reason for him to have reacted the way that he did. Now, I'm not a person that was wrongly convicted of something, but that should have nothing to do with the, the fact that he's pulled over 
in a legal fashion and reacts completely unorthodox-wise or unorthodox, period. There's no reason for him to be so jacked up as he is. Now, I don't know what toxicology will or won't show. I'm not an expert on whether you're high or not, but he doesn't appear to be reacting like a normal person would react. I, as anybody who listens to this program, have been pulled over plenty. And I've never reacted that way. I put my hands on 10 and 2, I turn the inside light on, I wait for the cop to tell me exactly what the story is, and then I either get a ticket or I get sent on my way or something else happens. Uh, I have never jumped out, been erratic, didn't listen to commands, and ended up fighting with the cop. Now, the actual fight that they talk about in that story that Carrie just read is incorrectly described. When you watch the video, this guy, after being tased and it doesn't seem to do anything to him, is now in a full-out standing fight with the cop. They're locked up like they're wrestling but standing up. And he takes his hand and puts it under the cop's chin and puts the officer's head so far back, I think he's going to break his neck. And he says, yeah, and then he says the B word. And Kerry said that, but he didn't say the B word, which was left out of the story, obviously. And he's pushing his head back, and he appears to be a hand on his neck, hand on his neck and sort of chin area, and this cop is going to probably die if he doesn't do something, and that's when he shoots him to save his own life. Now, I guess what's now trending on X? Chauvin, like the guy, the cop in, in Minneapolis, which doesn't make any sense. You've got the full video of this police shooting, the full video. I don't care, and the, the guy's black who's dead. Cop was white. That's the only reason why we're hearing about it. If this were any other situation where the races weren't what they were, you would never have heard about this story. But just go and watch the video. Don't make the assumption because you're black or you're white or you're in between somewhere. Don't make an assumption because it's a cop and it's somebody who was recently exonerated. None of that matters. What matters is this is the first contact that we know of between these two, these two human beings. The guy who got stopped acted completely in, uh, erratically in an unorthodox fashion from anything else I've seen on a police stop unless you're trying to get away. Why did you stop me? Who are you? The guy's in a marked police car that pulled him over. He's wearing a police uniform. He identifies himself as Camden County, whoever he is, and, and still the guy's acting erratically as just completely off-center. There's something wrong here. And the fact that he's taking joy... In pushing this, my head cannot go back as far as this guy pushed the cop's head back. Now, you tell me what the officer should have done. I don't want to hear any garbage about he shouldn't have pulled him over. B.S. I've never once said you should not have pulled me over if I, was, if I knowingly was doing something wrong like speeding. I never once have touched a police officer unless it was to shake his or her hand. Never. I wouldn't even think of it. This guy was erratic from moment one. He caused the fight. He caused the altercation. He was completely out of his brain talking about, why did you stop me? I don't have a ticket. I'm not speeding. I'm not driving right now. We watch him pull the guy over. So there's something wrong there. But what really blows my mind is the desire of the left in this country to find a reason to have cities burned down. It makes me sick because the cities that are going to burn down are probably cities that have a higher percentage of black Americans living there. Minneapolis burned, and you lost 300 businesses, many of them owned by minorities. The police station was leveled and burned down. 
a police station that was in an area that needs to have a police presence to keep people safe. This doesn't make sense. They're not going to stop until they have another George Floyd situation on their hands, and we have vivid video of this horrendous, deadly altercation. It makes me crazy. Don't fall for it. As Kamala Harris would say, don't fall for the okey-doke. Don't do it. The reality of what happened is known. That video is available everywhere. Good on them for releasing the video right away. By the way, you might have saved Minneapolis from being burned down had the George Floyd video been released right away. Floyd, who was in the back of the car, who begged to get out of the car and begged to go to the ground. Doesn't mean what Chauvin did was right. Jury convicted him. What he did was wrong. But had you seen how he was acting and he was definitely on drugs, all sorts of drugs found in the toxicology, he did not want to be in the back of the car. He asked to be brought to the ground. If we saw all that, and by the way, there were two other black people in the car with him that were not touched. So this wasn't about race. Had that been released, maybe Minneapolis doesn't go through that. But when you've got prosecutors like Keith Ellison, you've got a city a city council put together like Minneapolis, and you've got weak people like, like Jacob Fry running the city, then you know that you're not going to be able to be firm in showing, look, this is really what happened. He's charged with this. He's going to face the music. This is the way it is. But look at how this guy acted when he was approached by police. That might have changed some minds. This case, from the video I saw, I can see no other recourse for the cop if he was going to survive other than shoot this guy. Because the guy, the guy had the best of him, and he was going to break his neck. 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. How have you heard about this story? How has it been presented to you? Have you seen the video? And what are your thoughts? We'll get that when we come back. Stay here. This is the Joe Pags Show. Pleasure to have you. The Joe Pag Show, the Friday edition, Free Speech Friday, 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247-JoePags.com. Carrie, uh, in a moment, if you don't mind, let's let's sort of give a wrap-up of what we know about the speaker's race. Okay. I'm not starting to hear Byron Donalds, but uh, I know that Jim Jordan uh, is no longer in the running, which doesn't make any sense. And I think the Republican Party looks like a bunch of idiots right now. Uh, I'll be perfectly honest with you. Uh, I don't understand why it wasn't a no-brainer to put Jim Jordan in there. What Matt Gates did was a very good thing. Very positive thing. And and a little inside baseball, we contacted a, a bunch of people today, people that really like the show, love coming on and talking to this audience. Um, and I'm, I just go down the list. Chip Roy, Matt Gates, Lauren Boebert, Nancy Mace, um, Jim Jordan. And we've got a bunch of people that we contacted, and they just weren't able to do it. They were either in conference or they were deciding they're going to vote again, figuring out what the next step was. And then all of a sudden, Carrie, they were on planes. Everybody's on an airplane. That's weird, right? So we got close. Nobody but we didn't get anybody. Uh, the interesting thing is, you can find George Santos on an X space just about any night now. Matt Gates shows up last night. Bobert was in there. Lauren Bobert was in there. We had Byron Donalds was in there. So we'll get the latest on what's happening with the the speakers race coming up. And look, we've got pretty good contacts. We've got really good people. I've got their phone numbers, and they just if they were able to, they would have. Sam, they literally said, "I would love to, but I can't." Oh, yeah, definitely. And the entire day when we were working on this, so we'll have them as soon as we possibly can. And, and, and I want more, I'll be honest with you, I want more than Gates because Gates has made his case and he's made it very well. I'd like to know why these other people aren't jumping on board. And guess what? It's hard to get them on, the ones that are saying nay. 
they're not necessarily going to come on, which is kind of annoying. Did Gates vote for Jim Jordan? I believe he did. Okay. I th- yes, I, he's been supporting Jim Jordan since day one. Okay. Hey, Carrie, I think Scalise voted for Jim Jordan. And people had 20 people voted for Scalise. How does that happen? I don't it, know. It doesn't make much sense. If actually. you're planning on voting for me, and I tell you, well, hold on a second, I'm voting for this guy, you probably would do what I, I said I was going to yeah, do, right? Why, why would you vote for me? am I still voting for you? You're not even voting for yourself. Uh, because they're not taking it seriously. And it bothers me because it's giving Hakeem Jeffries all sorts of, of ammunition, which I don't like. 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. Keep in mind the thunderstorm from Eden Pure is awesome. It's a, a proven air purifier that uses oxy technology. It destroys viruses, odors, mold, and a lot more. I just had a guy email me. He said it's my birthday, and I can't, I can't afford to get a thunderstorm right now. Um, can you send me one? As much as I like the guy, I'm like, I, I probably can't. But I love you like a brother. And these don't cost that much. In fact, you're saving a bunch of money because you listen to my program. I'll give you the deals on that in a second. By the way, the O3 molecules that the Eden Pure Thunderstorm uses, they seek out and destroy odors. These molecules molecules even go behind and under furniture. Nothing can hide from the thunderstorm, even when you mispronounce the word molecule. So best of all, no filters to buy over and over again, saving you money. Start enjoying your home again by getting several of these. You can save $200 on an Eden Pure Thunderstorm 3-pack for the entire home. Get three units for under $200. Go to EdenPureDeals.com. EdenPureDeals.com. Put in discount code PAGS, P-A-G-S, to save 200 bucks. That's EdenPureDeals.com. Discount code is PAGS, P-A-G-S. Shipping is free. Oh, and a word to emailers. I love when you guys get a hold of me. The deal is this, though. It's very simple. Make it short. Sentence or two. That's it. If you do that, I'll be able to really focus on it. Guy sends me... Love your show. Listen all the time. That said, I was very disappointed the other day. And then there are 17 paragraphs, Carrie, of what he's disappointed in. Oh, don't you love that? Does a brother yeah. have time for that? No, absolutely not. Let me spend some time now and have you tell me how I suck. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I don't have the time. <sighs> now, you want to write and say, I disagree with this, the, the stance that you took. That, that's completely appropriate. I enjoy that. I have no problem with constructive criticism. But if you think you're going to write a book... And then I'm going to write you back another book. We're going to debate over email. That ain't happening. If you Good. think that I did something that disappointed you, A, did not get up today to appoint you. So if you're disappointed, that's on you. Mm. And B, short and sweet. Get to the point. That's right. Okay, Carrie, do you have, uh, give me something on the speaker's race. Uh, from Fox News, the House GOP conference on Friday voted to drop Judiciary Committee Chairman Jim Jordan as its speaker nominee after a third defeat in floor-wide votes earlier today. Sources told Fox News the conference had voted to remove Jordan as the nominee in a closed-door meeting. Jordan had even more Republicans vote against him in the third round of voting for the House Speaker's gavel Friday. Twenty-five Republicans voted against Jordan, giving him just 194 votes, far short of the approximately 217 he would need to win the Speaker's race. It's his lowest total so far in the three ballots. Jordan had previously indicated he was ready to push for votes through the weekend in an effort to secure the gavel. Our plan this weekend is to get a speaker elected to the House soon as possible so we can help the American people. But it's unclear what the next steps will be for the conference. Some lawmakers had backed the idea of empowering Speaker Pro Tem Patrick McHenry. Which they shouldn't do. They should vote. Carrie, thank you. They should vote for an actual speaker. The fact that they let Jim Jordan slip through their fingers is really kind of dumb. Sean Farish, the best Trump impersonator I know when we come back. Don't be an A-dub. Stay with the Joe Pag Show.